A man has been arrested for speeding and teaching his dog how to drive. And the police stop a driver making a 224-mile trip to buy an eBay item while his wife was in the trunk. An astronaut pee can be used to build moon bases. Yes, these are the weird stories for Tuesday. This is Jonesy and Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast hosted by a comedian. And as far as I know, the only daily weird news podcast that is in full operation during the virus. I'm happy to be here with you. Thanks for joining me. You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A man who was allegedly teaching his dog how to drive was arrested after leading the police on a high-speed chase. Yes, this happened over the weekend. This guy was arrested on Sunday. He led state troopers on a high-speed chase with his dog in the driver's seat. <laughs> in the driver's seat. Yeah, This is somebody from the Washington State Patrol. Spokesperson says... The man is from Lakewood, Washington. He hit two cars on separate occasions, failed to stop both times, leading the state troopers on a high-speed chase up Interstate 5. No major injuries were reported. Uh, He was driving very erratically. Was it he or the dog that's driving erratically? Uh, So erratically that multiple people called 911. Wow, you know on the highway, if more than one person calls 911 on you for driving erratically, that you're, you're, you're very much driving erratically um i've seen people drive erratically on the highway i've never called 911 on them because i feel like it's useless like what am i going to say there's a guy driving erratically on the highway right now he's we're past exit 30 uh 29 yeah you're never going to get him i mean you want to meet us at exit 18 i mean how do you (laughs) i just feel like nobody has the foresight uh in law enforcement to catch this person so i would never call 911 on someone driving erratically but multiple people called on this guy and it seemed to work uh the suspect was driving absolutely recklessly that's the quote a pursuit ensued at 109 miles an hour wow this dog just drove really fast one of the troopers attempted the corner of the suspect's car looked inside realized a pit bull was sitting in the driver's seat while the suspect was steering the pit bull was working the pedals. This guy's got no legs. Is that what's going on? Hey, if you got no legs and you want to drive, sometimes you got to utilize your pet. <laughs> you know, you got to do what you can. Uh, wow, imagine driving 110 miles an hour with your pit bull sitting in your lap. This guy is very confident. Doesn't give a shit. He was evading troopers. He drove onto Centennial Trail. Oh, boy. It's a trail for pedestrians and bicyclists. You guys know about that trail, right? Wow. Yeah, we've been there many times, right? You know it's for pedestrians and bike- bicyclists. Can't be driving your car on it. The fact that there was n- wasn't anybody on the trail is nothing shy of miraculous. We are very thankful, said the spokesperson. Thank God there was nobody on that centennial trail. You guys know how busy that trail can be, especially this time of year. But thankfully, the virus has kept people indoors and nobody was on the trail. Eventually, the state troopers were able to use spike strips to bring this dog down. During the arrest, the suspect gave them one explanation, and that was, quote, I was just trying to teach my dog how to drive. (laughs) The spokesperson says, hey, look, I wish I could make this stuff up. You know, I've been a state trooper for almost 12 years, and wow, I've never heard this excuse. I've been in a lot of high-speed chases as well. I've stopped a lot of cars. I've never gotten an excuse that they were teaching their dog how to drive. I'll tell you that right now. (laughs) I mean, it's assumed that you've never got that excuse before, pal. Um, Stopped a lot of cars, this guy. Wow, this guy's out there. The Washington State Patrol charged this man with reckless endangerment, hit and run, driving under the influence, and allowing your canine to take the wheel. 
His bond has been set at 8,500. Uh, as for the dog, they say, very sweet girl was taken to the animal shelter after her owner was arrested. Well, we, I wish the best for this dog. I'm going to tell you right now that this dog is never going to have the exciting lifestyle that it had with this particular driver. Um, what owner is going to let you take the wheel? It's just not, it's very rare. It's very rare. What owner is going to allow you to, to uh, sit in the driver's seat going to buck 10 as the state troopers are on your tail, hot on your tail? Nobody. Can you imagine the other things that this owner's let this dog do or tried to teach this dog? Maybe hunt, I'd assume. Maybe hunt. What about making moonshine? This dog has done some crazy shit in its life, and now it's going to be stuck with some normal family. That's yeah, such a shame. But hey, life is a double-edged sword. Am I right, guys? Let me bring some break down the philosophy on you. <laughs> I have no business doing that. Oh, I got another driving story. The police stop a driver that was making a 224-mile trip during the coronavirus lockdown. What was he going to do? He was going to buy a $20 eBay item. 224 miles. A motorist was stopped by a police officer on a 224-mile round trip to buy an item off eBay in the middle of the lockdown with his wife. In the trunk of the car. Huh? The wife in the trunk of the car. That wasn't even in the title of the story. That should be the top line. <laughs> Your wife's in the car. How did this happen? So the man had driven from, from Coventry to Salford, Greater Manchester. So this is the UK. He was going to collect some windows that he had bought off eBay. Windows? Well, in his defense, uh, you can't live in a windowless house during the, the virus lockdown. I mean, I'd be afraid that the virus is going to come through my window any minute. You need windows right now. This is, a, this, is, this is a world where windows are needed. You need to be surrounded, encased in something, if you will. He was trying to buy some windows off eBay, the police said, despite the public being warned only to make essential journeys as part of the measures to limit the spread of the virus. The motorway police who pulled the man over. What is the motorway police? Is that like the state troopers of uh, the UK? The motorway police. Yes, these motorway police. What you got, you state troopers? We got the motorway. They pulled the man over on the M6 in Cheshire as he traveled back home. They were surprised to find his wife was in was in the trunk. They called the trunk the boot of the car, which is, uh, I refuse to call a trunk a boot. I think that is the dumbest thing ever. I don't know why the people in the UK don't call it a trunk. You call it a boot. That makes no sense whatsoever. A boot is one thing and one thing only. Footwear. Get with it. The police say that uh, she couldn't fit in the vehicle once the man had collected his window purchase, so had to move into the trunk for the two-hour journey south. I would have loved to have been present while this guy tried to convince his wife to get into the trunk because the windows could only fit in the car. Uh, how and why she would ever agree to that is beyond me. Some people have a relationship that's really tight, man. It's just tight. It's very strong. It's better than any relationship I've ever had, clearly. How could you, I couldn't talk anybody I've ever dated into getting into the, into the trunk while I... Drive two hours with some windows in the back seat, or I don't know, gravel, whatever I had picked up from eBay. <laughs> Get in the trunk for, for two hours. It's a two-hour drive. Oh my goodness! Here's a here's a quote from the Northwest Motorway Police: A driver has traveled from Coventry to Salford to collect a 
$20 eBay purchase of windows, his wife could not fit in the vehicle, so she was traveling in the boot for the return journey when stopped on M6 Cheshire. The driver was given a TOR for the offense. What is a TOR? Is that like a ticket? Imagine only getting a ticket for that. I mean, that's spousal abuse, first of all. You've uh, you've disobeyed like a worldwide order to basically stay at home and only leave for items that are essential. Um I don't know. I don't get it. I don't, I don't, probably just gave him a little fine. That seems strange to me. This guy should be jailed or something. Uh, oh, here it is. It's a traffic offense report. The, the officers wrote him a traffic offense report. <laughs> here you go. Here's a ticket. Uh, do, does my wife have to get back into this into the car? No, no, she can stay in the trunk. I see. I see what you're trying to do here. Those windows are really bulky. Just keep her in the trunk. I'm just writing you a ticket so you know. Don't do this again. You only got an hour left to get home. So. Uh, <laughs> Hold your breath, honey. Get back there. This discovery is not the first tale of people flouting the government's lockdown rules. On Saturday night, police in Derbyshire were left in absolute shock after finding a massive karaoke party. In Derby, they said they found a gathering of 25 adults and children at 10 p.m. on a Saturday night and had to disperse them. It is clear people are not having complete dis that people are still having complete disregard for the government advice and the rules. My English accent is just the pits. I apologize. Wow, a karaoke party? What are you doing, guys? What's wrong with you? I mean, as much as I love karaoke, and I miss it. I was just telling my friend yesterday how much I miss karaoke. And then my friend said to me, you know what? There's no worries. You can do a virtual karaoke party. I've seen it uh, online. I'm like, what kind of fun is that? I'm going to go sing in my bedroom all alone? And like live stream it? Is that what you're talking about? I would never subject my friends or anybody to that, by the way. And and how fun is that? The fun with karaoke is that you're you're out and about with people or strangers or whatever. You're out, you're singing with people. That's what's fun about karaoke. I, I don't understand the joy people are getting in all this. I'm alone in my par- apartment live streaming. You have a dance party. I saw on the downtown LA Facebook page. If you guys are feeling alone, we're going to have a dance party where you dance all alone in your room and you live stream it out. We, we're going to do it on Zoom or one of these. Like, is that really? Just take this time to either be alone or be with people. Don't, do, don't try and meld the two together. That's when it just goes all wrong. I think it's ridiculous. Meditate, read a book. Or disobey the laws and go out there and meet with your friends. Either or. (laughs) Astronaut urine could be used to build moon bases. I thought this was a very strange title and it wasn't virus related, so I thought I would do it. But it's science, guys. Something I know very little about, but I'm learning. The modules, apparently, that major space agencies plan to erect on the moon. I had no idea they were building modules on the moon. Did you know that? I thought we gave up on the moon. We're like, yeah, we went over there. We kicked a few rocks. We stuck a flag in the ground. Nothing there. Nothing there but a bunch of rocks and dirt. Apparently modules are going to go there. Well, anyways, they could incorporate an element contributed by the humans themselves, and that is pee. Pee Pee-pee. Yes, the urea in pee. Researchers have found it could be used as a plasticizer in the concrete of the structures. What the hell are they talking about? Uh, NASA, the European Space Agency, and its Chinese counterpart plan to build moon bases in the coming decades. (laughs) Why? To get away from the virus, obviously. These, oh, NASA and these space agencies, they're, they're planning on ditching all of us here. They're like, you know what? You guys can sit down here on the earth and die of a virus. We're going to the moon, baby, and we're going to use our pee to build the buildings. 
they're going to build moon bases as part of a broader space exploration plan that will take humans to more distant destinations, such as Mars. And I have no idea why we're going to Mars, but we're planning on going to Mars. Ridiculous. Waste of money, waste of time. The place is uninhabitable. Okay, I've done my research. Nonetheless, the colonization of the moon poses problems, such as high levels of radiation, extreme temperatures, meteorite bombardment, and logistical issues, such as how to get construction materials there. Yeah, and, and Mars is even worse than this. Mars is 100 times more difficult than colon, colonizing the moon. The levels of radiation are, are more extreme. The temp temperatures are more extreme. The meteorite bombardment, super extreme. There's no atmosphere. How do you get materials there? I mean, it's unbelievable. We've landed men on the moon. We, we can only send a little robot, a little, little toy car to Mars at this point. Well, no, it's a little bigger than that, I think. But what do I know? I know nothing, but it seems stupid. Transporting about 0.45 kg from the Earth to space costs about $10,000. Oh, yeah, what a way to spend the money. Good idea, guys. We need public restrooms down here, and you're sending up stupid things onto the moon and Mars for $10,000 for 0.45 kilograms. Great, great. This means that building a complete module could be very expensive. This is the reason why the space agencies are thinking of using some raw materials from the moon's surface or even those that astronauts themselves can provide, such as their urine. I can't believe urine can be used to make buildings. What am I doing trying to, you know, build that? Not, not that I build, but like, why don't I just buy some land and use my piss to make a building down here on Earth and save a bunch of money? I had no idea I could just pee myself a structure. Scientists from Norway, Spain, the Netherlands, and Italy, in cooperation with the European Space Agency, have conducted experiments to verify the potential of urine urea as a plasticizer, which is an additive that can be incorporated into concrete to soften the mixture and make it more pliable before it hardens. Good, you can just pee yourself into concrete. It's like a geopolymer concrete, they're saying. Geopolymer. It's just a fun word to say. Say it with me, guys. Geopolymer. Now you're eligible to speak loads about the moon and the colonization of such okay the i i mean the article goes on and on about how to how to make this work um and i don't think we need to know all that i mean the point is the components of your body fluid uh water and urea uh together can break down some hydrogen bonds and reduce viscosity of some aqueous mixtures did you know that i had no idea <laughs> That's great. It's great. So we can build some structures on the moon. What's rent on the moon going to be? I don't know. I'd like to know. Anybody? Anybody work for NASA or any any scientists listen to Weird AF News? I can't imagine they would. I feel like it's for uh, I don't know. It's for the um, less serious people. You get my drift. Well, anyways, this gives me a nice product product project to work on while I'm in isolation. Is because uh, uh, I'm drinking a lot of fluids. Uh, what can I build with my pee? What can I? <laughs> I'm going to build myself a, I'm going to pee myself a tiny house and move into it and not let anybody near me. It's called tiny house isolation. I'm in a hut that I made with my pee. Yay! Hey, what's up, weirdos? Thanks for listening to another episode of Weird AF News. Please do your part and help me spread this show by telling a friend that is uh, very bored during lockdown. Uh, I think people in isolation could use this. Maybe even whole families, although I'm not I'm not for everybody and I'm I may not be for the children, but you know, you know how your friends uh tastes are and you know if they're fed up with mainstream news or not. So give them a little suggestion. Maybe tune into Weird AF News. 
yes, tune in, which is an old school word that I don't, I think we should not use anymore. <laughs> I think it implies radio, which uh, we've moved beyond. So yeah, but you can listen to Weird AF News on any of your podcatchers, Spotify, you know, Google, iTunes, Stitcher, you name it. I'm on all of them. You can even tell your smart speaker to play the Weird AF News podcast. So if you're listening to a Google, Google Home Mini or your Alexa, you can tell them um, these devices to play the Weird AF News podcast and they will. Um, yeah, so please help it out. Give me a, a rating uh, as well, if you could, a, a review, and I'll read it on the show. Uh, I'd like to read some of my tweets uh, from the lockdown, and I think they're pretty funny. Uh, here we go. Uh, Don't worry, guys. I just found out that we can virtually visit over 30 national parks. <laughs> Why isn't there a crepe festival? Anyone ever wonder about this? Holy shit, I need to get out of this effing house. Hashtag isolation life. Anyone else so bored that you learn Return of the Mac on guitar? With all this live streaming going on by the zoos, aquariums, and comedians you've never heard of, isolation isn't so bad after all. I've never heard birds before in Los Angeles because it's never been this quiet. There's one that sounds like a predator, and I'm frightened. How's your toilet paper quality? Anybody down to one ply? Anybody living that one ply life? Hashtag isolation life. These are some of my tweets. Um... One to ten on the funny scale, maybe like a six, I'd say. That's what you get with me, though. Um, you can follow me at Funny Jones, and you can tweet me if you'd like. Uh, I'd love to hear from fans. I'm also on Instagram at Funny Jones as well, and I'm posting, I've posted some photos and videos of my trip to the desert because I have a lot of them, and they're left over. Just, it was a place I went to to isolate myself away from Los Angeles, and uh, I took a, a lot of great photos of, the, uh, of Sedona and surrounding beautiful Red Rock areas that you might enjoy. So check that out, at Funny Jones. I got a new patron as well. I want to give a big shout out and some love uh, to William Missioner. Yes, William Missioner has joined the Patreon. Ah, I'm so pleased. Uh, thank you, William. Please enjoy the extra content that you're going to get along with your shout out. William Missioner is the man. He joined the Patreon. He's a fan. Uh, I don't always sing for my patrons, but why the hell not? Yes, I just up- uploaded a bonus episode to the Patreon. You can enjoy that. Uh, I'm going to put on today put up today another video of me uh, getting high and narrating a uh, somebody doing stuff in the in the wilderness one of these survivalist people hopefully youtube won't pull this one down i also got a you can download my album for free on there my comedy album which is a, a great way to spend the uh, lockdown listening to jonesy's comedy album it's about an hour of comedy uh yeah why not give it a try uh you may not like it you may enjoy it either way download it from the patreon and uh, let me know what you think you guys can join the Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash Weird AF News. I still have a few weird gifts from Japan that I'm going to send out to people who join the Patreon. Um, if you join at a certain tier, I will send you a free gift from Japan. Uh, that's how that works. So you also get, in addition to the extra content, you will get a, uh, a weird gift from me. I will mail it right to you. I promise I will mail it to you. Virus-free, baby. I use gloves when I put it together, the package. And I use hand sanitizer when I take it to the post office, you know, and and I force the postal person to wear gloves. I'm like, you wear gloves, Ivan, or whatever the name of the postal person is. That's going to one of my fans, and I don't want them exposed. And they usually listen to me. That's what's great about the U.S. post office. <laughs> Such reasonable people over there. Lastly, you can call the show or email me. It's funnyjones at gmail.com. You can also send a one-time donation there if you'd like to keep me going during the lockdown. I need things like toilet paper and green stuff. Um, Also, call the show anytime, 646-450-2012. 
I usually publish calls uh, as well. So, uh, in fact, not not on this episode, but probably tomorrow I'll publish publish some calls. So send in the calls, 646-450-2012. The lines are open, baby. I love you guys. Take care. Be safe.